Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Varel, coast to coast. All right, Varel back on Coast to Coast for Hour 3. We bring in Brian Siano Mafia to talk about the fight game. I got to tell you, uh, let's not waste time with this uh, Gervonta Davis fight. Uh, it's a joke fight. He's going to kill this dude. I, I don't even want to talk about it. No one in the world cares about that fight. What I want to talk about is what you know I want to talk about. I want to talk about Dana White beating his wife and getting away with it. It is beyond reproach. I can't even fathom that nothing has happened to this guy at all. And I think ESPN is absolutely pathetic that they are afraid to do anything to him because of their almost $2 billion agreement with the UFC to carry all their fights on ESPN Plus and pay-per-view. So money is clearly trumping the fact that the head of the UFC, let's just stop with anything else. He's in charge of the UFC. He runs everything. And he, on video, viral video, everyone's seen it, he beat his wife on New Year's Eve. Anyone else in sports at any high level or even a player, anyone, coach, Look at Beard at Texas. Anyone else does it, they're finished. But this guy beats his wife and gets away with it. And then TBS has the gall to think they're doing us all a favor by pushing back the slap league by one week and not airing it when it's supposed to air. Shame on TBS. You're pathetic, Turner. And I think ESPN, I want to vomit the way they've handled this. They won't even talk about it. It, It never happened. They won't even discuss it. But they'll discuss beard choking his fiance won't they well listen scott this is nothing new for any of the people involved in this i mean the ufc has always had you know case-by-case basis on discipline with things like this dana white's come out strongly against you know you should never put your hands on women i'll never you know have fighters like that but then has gone and signed guys like greg hardy or brought back guys who have had allegations against him in the past now some of those guys have had those allegations taken back and that's why they brought them but it's always been depending on who you are and how valuable you are. i mean how many times has you know, John Jones been in trouble with the law, and they keep bringing him back, whether it be for drugs, drunk driving, out, you know, so many different things. It's always been about what your value is, just like we used to, you know, bash the NFL for for years and years. It's not about how good, you know, how what you do. It's about how good you are and how much they can overlook it and the PR that they could take. I mean, I cannot believe that TBS did not just flat out. The fact that they're showing this thing, this league to begin with is just a joke in the head. This stupid power slap thing that you know people just stand there and smack each other. Like this is some stupid stuff you should see in you know some frat house that these guys are doing, not on major network cable television happening as you know a legitimate sport. Come on! And then that they, you know, this guy slaps his wife New Year's Eve, and it's not no brainer to say, listen, he slaps his wife. We have a slap league that he's running. Uh, let's not put these two together. They're just pushing it back a week, and we're going to forget about it in a week, and it's going to be okay. It is ridiculous. But, you know, the fact that he's not being disciplined isn't surprising to me. ESPN back in the day when Ben Roethlisberger was first being accused of, you know, sexual assault and stuff, they barely covered it because of their partnership with the NFL. Now, you know, they have billions of dollars invested in the UFC. It is a little surprising, though, that there's nothing going on. Like, he came out and, you know, said they never should have done all that stuff. Great. Good for you. You, you took the PR hit, but... 
It's no longer owned by his buddies, the Fertitas, and you know him. It's owned by a major corporation that bought them out for billion dollars, and that nothing isn't that you know we we can't even get a you know BS Dan Snyder stepping away from running things for you know a month while I go to rehab or you know therapy suspension thing going on is just ridiculous that there's nothing happening it's just getting swept under the rug as you said you know we saw the video and no one's doing anything about it uh we welcome all of our radio affiliates to coast to coast on a friday so uh, not only did he slap her but it got uglier than that right like you saw the video it wasn't just slap and then we're done here it was slap and then powered her over and intimidated her and got in her face and it, it like bled back into the bar. You saw it. It was extremely mm-hmm. violent and it's unbelievable. Then you get Phil Baroni. He murders his girlfriend in Mexico on vacation. And then he said to the cops, and I ran this story yesterday. He said he threw her into the shower. She hit her head and died. He's going to jail for the rest of his life. Okay. So it is beyond me how this UFC just keeps having stories of violent fighters. And we've had way more than that. You remember the crazy kid that had, he had, like, what was it in San Diego? He held hostages and, mm-hmm. I mean, war machine. Like, Christy it is Mac, going yeah. on forever. But, but the fact that the head guy, and you know what he is? Let me just say this. And you know we've had our fair share of don't like each other. He don't like me. I don't like him. That's fine. But he mm-hmm. is the biggest loser bully in the world. This guy's a bully. He calls the media... Uh, all kinds of filthy, disgusting, repulsive names. Everyone's an idiot but him. You know what? He's a mother Pharrell an idiot. He is scum. He beats women. And they're going to let him keep running that UFC? I am done with it. You know what, Mafia? You can go watch your UFC fights till you're blue in the face. I refuse to support or buy or be involved with anything to do with that scum. He's the scum of the earth. And you can quote me on that until somebody does something about it. You know what? People have called me every name in the book. They've accused me of everything. I have been, you've been with me 20 years. I have been accused of everything. None of which is true. Well, not all of it. Some of it's true. But I have never done anything like that to a woman or anyone else for that matter. Have I? That's all there is to it. No, never. Not as long as I've known you for sure. So I'm done with it. I am done with Dana White. He's a loser. Bare Knuckle Fighting's going to have some huge fights in 23. Mafia will have that on his Bare Knuckle show on SportsGrid. Thanks, Mom. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. One other thing, uh, Mavia wanted me to mention, uh, Usman's manager says a trilogy fight with Edwards will uh, be his next fight. 
Uh, and then, uh, as I mentioned, the bare knuckle fighting announces title fights for the start of 23. I'm sure Mafia will get into all that on his bare knuckle show on sports. Grid. I do want to get your reaction, Mike, honestly, I refuse to sit here, uh, after, you know, this guy with his veiled, pathetic, weak, feeble excuse of we've been married 30 years. We've been through a lot of shack and, uh, we were drunk. So, you know, if you would just give us our, our privacy so that, you know, our kids aren't exposed to this. Well, I wonder what the kids think of their dad now. And I wonder what uh, it's like at the house. I wonder what this guy's like away from the cameras and uh, the bright lights. Let me tell you something. I worked with this guy for two years. He's nothing but a bully from Boston. That's what he is. He thinks he's a tough guy. He thinks he's a, a badass. You know what? You know what's happened to him? Joe Rogan has convinced him that he's a he's a UFC fighter. That's what's happened. Like, you know, uh, Jay Glazer trains all these guys and they all think they're fighters. Dana White thinks he's a fighter because he runs the UFC and he's a tough guy. I mean, this guy is really a piece of work. Honestly, he's nothing more than a stupid guy from Boston that beats his wife and is a bully. He's a bully to the media. He's a bully to everyone. He's tried to bully me. Like, I'm not afraid of this guy. He's nothing. He's a moron. He's an absolute moron. He beat his wife. Not only did he beat her, he went in for more. Like he smacked her and then went after her. Like he was going straight into the tables. He was knocking over tables. I thought he looked like he was going to try to kill her. And then they talk about how much they love each other. My effing ass, they love each other. And Mavi tells me all these stories about this guy cheating on his wife, allegedly. Uh, he's nothing but a bully. And I got to tell you, you can have him. All you MMA fans, go ahead and have him. He's your hero there, the wife beater. Go ahead. Carver, hi, what do you think? Uh, Am is, I crazy? It, like somebody's got to no, say something with some stones. I'm done with this. We're all afraid look, of Dana I, White. He can kiss my white ass, this guy. It, it, I don't it, give a rat's ass what anyone in MMA thinks of me. Eat it. I, look, I, I've never really liked the guy to begin with, but it's just, for me, these situations happen far too frequently uh, in the public limelight now, and usually the ones that have video evidence, you know, where people actually see it happening, usually those people, rightfully so, uh, you know, uh, they all should... Uh, you know, be shunned and 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 be told what an awful human being they finished. are. Finished. But usually the ones with the, usually they should be finished is is what we're also getting at. It's a I kind of surprised that there really isn't any like you know get Dana White you know off my television forever. Like there really isn't any nothing. that uh, nothing going on. To him. And 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 it's it's it is kind of surprising. he gets to keep treating uh, people no badly like that. he does for a living. All he does is treat people badly. He he taught everyone's a everyone's a crack addict. Everyone's a loser. Everyone's a scum. Everyone's this that. He calls everybody names. He's a big tough guy. Hates everybody unless you think like him and you do what he says. You're nothing to him but the mud under his shoes. You know what, dude? You are a wife beater forever. No one will ever forget that you smack around women. You're the biggest loser in the world right now, bar none. You know what I mean? Like you're top shelf loser, you beat women. And the fact that you get away with it, shame on Endeavor, shame on ESPN, shame on Turner Sports, shame on TBS. You're all heathens and losers, liars and thieves. Greed is good in America. All you have to do is make tons of money. As long as the UFC makes everybody tons of money, we don't care about women getting beaten at all. That's exactly what happened on New Year's Eve in Cabo. Your man beats women and gets away with it because of the almighty dollar. Now, how about Beard? He choked his fiance. He's finished. Everybody else is finished. But Dana White gets away with it. My effing ass. I'm done with it. By the way, Carver High, I'd be remiss if I didn't say... You can get a $1,000 risk-free bet on any NBA game if you're a new customer at BetMGM. Go to BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Um, needless to say, uh, I hate guys that beat women, and I put him at the top of the list. 
So screw that UFC and screw Dana White. You know what I hope somebody does to him? I hope someone that I hope someone takes a baseball bat to the back of his skull. How's that sound? Yeah, you know, well, I mean, it's okay for him to beat women. It's okay for him to beat women, but I can't say that I hope someone beats his ass. You know why? Because this guy goes around acting like he's some kind of hard-ass, tough guy, boxer, slap, fight league, UFC, showing his big muscle and his weight loss. You're on steroids too, you loser, and everybody knows it, and you're a wife beater. You're scum is what you are. Have a nice day. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, God bless. Thank God you got guys around here like me to tell it like it is. NBA tonight, uh, we have a full slate of games. Uh, just tell me what you like. What do you like in the NBA? There's a lot of games. We won't get through all of them. Uh, no shot. Uh, what do you like on the card? We have Bulls in Philadelphia. The Knicks are in Toronto. Nets are in New Orleans. Charlotte in Milwaukee. What do you got? Well, the games I like the best are, believe it or not, the Pacers at home laying the one and a half against the Blazers. I think they got a shot. They're like, you know, 21-18. I think they have a little bit better record than the Blazers. Blazers are on the road. They've been on the road. I like this young Pacer team. They're tough. They're playing at home. I'm into them. So I'm willing two to take a, a shot with the them. Pacers. Two and a half. The what? Two and a half the Pacers are. Oh, it moved Pacers from one and a half to two, two and, and a half. half now. Yeah. All right, fair enough. So that's fine. Uh, I'll tell you the other ones. The Philly game, I like the under. Without Embiid, they lose that 30 points. I think Maxie will make up half of it at least. Uh, I don't like the Knicks in Toronto. I I like the Pelicans in the four and a half at home against the Nets, believe it or not, even without Zion. The Bucks will win. That's a big number to cover. I don't really like going near it. I think Washington can win in OKC, getting the one. Uh, the Spurs are home, land one to Detroit. Detroit has to be confident coming off that win over the Warriors. I'm willing to take another shot with them. Minnesota, I think they'll beat the Clippers in many because the Clippers have been on the road forever. Last night, they got blown out. I like Cleveland in the sixth spot in Denver, and I thought that total was really low. I know the Cavs play defense not as well on the road. I'm willing to take a stab at the over there. I like Miami big time against the Suns, 2-8 and eight without Booker, and I like the Lakers tonight getting those points at crypto against what I deem an average Hawks team. A uh, very average Hawks team, no doubt about that. Uh, before I get to the NHL quickly, uh, you're not going to be with us on Monday, uh, so please, uh, one more time, so anybody who hasn't heard it at all this week, TCU and Georgia, SoFi, Monday night, national championship, 12.5 the number right now, 63.5. I mean, all of it just scares the hell out of me. I think most... Uh, you know, betters are on Georgia laying that they're going to take it out on TCU because they played poorly against Ohio State and their defense played poorly against Ohio State and got lit up. I, by the heartstrings, want TCU to win this game. I, by the heartstrings, want to take the 12 and a hook. I liked it at 13 and a hook. But I think, you know, uh, another thing, most people think it's an under because Georgia's going to show up for the title game and play defense. You know, that's a great theory, uh, considering the fact that they played no defense against Ohio State. So what do they just turn it on and off whenever they want? I won't be surprised if it goes over, because I think both teams can't be stopped. And everybody says TCU got lucky. No, they didn't. They beat Michigan's ass. They said, oh, they had two pick sixes. I mean, what is that? Is like, does that not count that they got two pick sixes that, that that they didn't make it happen? The people's reaction to TCU beating Michigan is ludicrous. Luda. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Adam Cabot is our NFL insider on Sports Grid and on Coast to Coast. Every week he's on the show several times, and Friday is pain day. That means a double shot of bust a cap in your ass on Pharrellvision. Here we go, Adam. It is quite uh, the turnaround for Mr. Hamlin. And give me all of the news about yeah. what's going to happen this weekend and play out in NFL stadiums with the good news of his getting off the breathing tube and talking to his teammates. Yeah, that is the most amazing story. So when you look at where we were Monday night to where we, we were earlier today, I love that Sean McDermott, the head coach, I know Sean a little bit, and I like how he said he he kind of surprised Hamlin's teammates in their team meeting today with the coaches because what happened is uh, DeMar Hamlin, he FaceTimed his teammates and the coaches in their meeting, and Sean said that he didn't let them know what's going to happen. He says, guys, I got a treat for you today. But he didn't know what they, they didn't know what it's going to be. And then when it came up in the FaceTime, obviously the players were loving every second of it. And he told them, uh, "Quote, I love you, boys." And he flexed everyone to show his strength. And you talked about uh, removing the breathing tube. That's just amazing, uh, Scott. I mean, it's just uh, it's been the most amazing week, considering where we were Monday night to where we are now. And just uh, it's the most welcome news. It, it, no one thought this, it could be this soon. And uh, we know that the, there's a attending the, the doctor that's uh, one of the doctors that's taking care of him spoke this week, uh, actually yesterday, and hopefully within the next couple of weeks, uh, Hamlin himself maybe will have his own press conference, which is what we're hopeful for. And that just again, this has been the most amazing story and very uplifting for all of us around this country and also for the coaches because they really just wanted to hear him speak or know that he's doing well, and they got both today. Just just remarkable. His teammates have spoken to him privately, as I understand it. So, again, before we move on here, uh, this is a great story. And then another, one of the great things the NFL did this week, you, you might have seen all of their Twitter accounts have the number three on it of, of the jersey of, of DeMar Hamlin, but they also, all team, all NFL teams will honor uh, the, the player before the game, before their games this week. And whether it's patches, they'll also read a statement. It's just wonderful what they're doing here. And I love how every team comes together. Yes, they compete on the field, but – it is a family. It's the one thing they could agree on. It's on how to do the right thing. And this has been great that they've done it this week. There's no doubt about it. And how do you think they'll handle their business against the Patriots? I believe this. Okay. Now this is a great question because we know that both teams want to, the bills want the number one seed. The Patriots want to get in the playoffs. They know if they win, they're in. But when you look at the bills and by the way, this is a home game. This would be unbelievably emotional for the bills. Knowing that, DeMar's doing very well. That That is absolutely huge because that had to be on their mind. Think about that, Pharrell. If, if you're in their shoes, using a little bit of empathy here, if you didn't know, how in the world could you play this week? So now they know that he's doing great. They spoke to him. They saw him on FaceTime. To answer your question, I think it's actually going to really help them. I don't think there's any question about it as they, ho they host the division rival. And by the way, it's a rival, as our guy Carver knows, that they've absolutely handled the last couple of years, dominated them, as a matter of fact. I mean – uh, this guy, uh, Josh Allen, has gone off against uh, the Patriots in his career. I won't be surprised he does it again. All right, let's talk about the latest news in Cleveland with Clowney. This oh. has gotten very interesting. I saw late today uh, Miles Garrett, who Clowney threw under the bus. Garrett said, we want volunteers, not hostages around here, stealing the Mike Tomlin line. And someone asked him, would he welcome uh, – Clowney back to the team. That's a big fat no. Yeah, and, and and you could forget about Clowney playing for them next season. He is on a one-year deal. Now they thought, look, they were kind of happy with him in 2021, talking to the Browns about him, just about why they brought him back. 
he had been a good teammate. Uh, he was able to play through some injuries, actually put up some good sack numbers, pressure numbers, his versatility to play inside and outside on the defensive line, Stemp as a linebacker. But he talked to Cleveland.com, Mary Kay Cabot, I've known for many years, and Mary Kay had an interesting interview with Clowney, and he did not like the way that he was being used on their defensive line. Because prior to the Week 15 game, he lined up on one side, and then right before the game started against the Ravens, which they won, by the way, he was told he's moving to the other side, and he just didn't like it. Now, with teams, for all, just talking to teams about situations like this when players are unhappy, they want you to take care of your business behind the scenes, never go public with it. And the fact that he went public with it, Kevin Stefanski, the head coach, had no choice but to send Clowney home today. And I, I, I knowing Kevin, knowing the way he handles his business, he likes it all done privately. I'd be very surprised if Clowney is cleared to play. They remember they sent him home. And, and they like to, by the way, the Browns, yes, they're not making the playoffs. They love to beat your Steelers this Sunday. And I know it'll be uh, in Pittsburgh, but they love to send them home as well and keep them there in Pittsburgh. But look, the bottom line is you can't do this. Kleine knows better. He's been around a long time. He's been frustrated with his role. And the thing is, what what, what I found interesting is, and he, he would never say it, but if you, if you look at the quotes there, it seems like he's a little bit jealous of the way Garrett is being used. He said he has no animosity towards Garrett yeah. and there's nothing against him, but kind of how they're, they're trying to make Garrett a superstar and move him around. Usually when you move a player around, it's to get better matchups. And I think Clowney feels kind of left out. Remember, he's he is on the final year of that deal there. And that, that bothers him as we go to free agency. So they're going to have to look and get younger on the defensive line anyway. And this is yet another thing. Their defense, which is much behind this defense, they've had a personnel issue, a lot of injuries at linebacker. They're down three middle linebackers this season and JOK uh, on the outside there at linebacker. So they've got a lot of work to do on that side of the football going to the offseason. Do you uh, like their chances against Pittsburgh? And do you think other teams aren't smart enough to see this guy burning every bridge in Cleveland on his way out the door? Why would they want him on their football team if he's going to do the same thing to them? Yeah, you're right. Now, look, someone will take him. There are only so many of these guys available who are accomplished as clowning, but he's had big injury history. He's probably looking at it yet another one-year deal. He got paid a lot of money for no sacks in Tennessee, revived his career with the Browns for a couple seasons, will be playing elsewhere, a former first-round pick of the Texans in 2014. But, look, this this Browns team, I know people are disappointed with them. They're playing better lately. Uh, they got to get Deshaun Watson going. And that's the thing here, because their record was not good before Watson got there, before he was off his suspension. And him coming back so late, they need to get him in a full offseason, taking all the reps, getting all the reps in training camp, and also probably playing the preseason. And, unfortunately, as you know, um, the, the, the trade happened. He got there a little bit late. He just he never seemed to be ready to go when he came back here. And it's when you're missing 11 or 12 weeks in the regular season to think he's going to come back and play great is just foolish. It was never going to happen. All right, let's talk about quarterback changes. We got more of them this weekend. This is um, you know I, I follow this stuff because I just find it fascinating. So now this is as of right now. There might be two or three others. In fact, when we come back from the break, I got a, I got what could be a little bit of a surprise. Uh, coming in Baltimore here, but yeah. So over the last two weeks, seven teams have changed quarterbacks. Okay, four to injury and four due to performance. We know about Nathan Peterman. You and I talked about it. David Blau, you might remember from the Lions. He was cut prior to the start of the season. He was added to the Cardinals a couple weeks ago. He's going to get a second straight start against a Niners team that seems to be playing to win. They're going to get Debo Samuel back. I don't know how much how much he's going to play, but. Kyle Shannon said he's going to play, and they, they just want to see how he's doing. But the, the, the Cardinals are going to get house in San Francisco. Sam Ellinger gets another start. By the way, nine NFL teams have played at least three quarterbacks this season for all. That's ridiculous. The Colts are one of them. The Commanders, they're another one. Sam, Sam Howell, as we told you yesterday, is going to start. He's one of three quarterbacks to start for the Commanders. Skylar Thompson's going to start his second NFL start. Again, this is another team that, that has started three quarterbacks this season. The Jets, this is another one. Joe Flacco, not Zach Wilson, will start against the Dolphins. Jared Stidham, who played great last week, who makes his, his second start for this team. And Josh Jobs, you and I talked about it, he will make another start. He is yet another quarterback for the Titans. Three quarterbacks have started for that football team. It is crazy. Again, it's hard to win when you're not great at backup quarterback. But I'll tell you this about Josh Jobs. Talking to some people who are already working on free agency, he's helped himself. I know the I know the. Passing yardage wasn't great. They only scored 13 points, but he threw the ball well. He has a chance to be a decent backup going forward, whether it's in Tennessee next year or somewhere else. 
How do you think Flacco will do for the Jets at Hard Rock against uh, this young Skylar Thompson who uh, I'm not impressed with? And I'll tell you what, I said it before on the show that uh, Flacco's been in Super Bowls. He's been in big games. He's played in a ton of them. In a one-game you know, scenario, that's what this is. They have to, you know, obviously the Steelers need them to win. The Jets could yep. care less about the Steelers. But do you think Flacco can beat Thompson and the Dolphins in Miami? Well, the, the number is only minus three for the Dolphins, which is surprising me. But the one thing you should know, both tackles are out for the for the Jets here. George Fant, the right tackle. Dwayne Brown, whose shoulder was bad all season. He was kind of hurt after they signed him. And they're they're down three starters from week one on the offensive line. That that does worry me. But I got to tell you, Flacco played well. In fact, if you recall, one of one of the bad situations for the Browns this season when they choked that big lead to the Jets in, in Cleveland, and I think that was sort of a portent of things to come for the Browns, where they just kind of underachieved this season. But can he play well? Yes, because he knows what he's doing. They have a terrific receiver core. They're really good at tight end. But can they protect him? The Dolphins in the 34 front, they're going to come and they're going to come after it, and they blitz a lot. So uh, that would worry me a little bit uh, going forward here. But, man, the Dolphins' defense, so they're also banged up. The Dolphins are banged up the offensive line, and I would agree with you with Skylar Thompson. I saw him in training camp a couple times. He is not Brock Purdy, folks. Let's get get, get that clear right, right here and right now. So how do you think Stidham will do uh, tomorrow in the big game uh, that they have against Mahomes? Should be high scoring game. I was blown away by how well he played. He had not played earlier in his career. I don't know if Dan was ironically with the Patriots, but this should be a high scoring game. They're going to have to throw to win. And that's the only way they could stay in this game. And, and by the way, the Chiefs will rebound from that first game. Remember, they only won by a point, 30 to 29 in the first matchup. All right. So uh, when we come back uh, with Adam, we're going to talk about uh, the injury watch for key games. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Hertz obviously, and taking on uh, the G-menless Giants. No one's playing. No one's playing in the game. So what a thrill that'll be for everybody. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about Huntley and Lamar. You get it all, a double shot with Adam Kaplan. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. All right, Mafia is telling me that I need to apologize for saying someone should take a baseball bat to the back of someone's skull. Uh, so I apologize for that. I also think that we should use a wiffle ball bat instead. You can still use a wiffle ball bat. That's like a nightstick, right, Mafia? No? What about the things that we keep in the trunk of the car? Don't talk about the trunk of the car. The late night thing. With no? We're on now? 
All right. Uh, Adam Kaplan is our NFL insider, and we're talking about <laughs> NFL games. We're talking about NFL games. What is the latest? Please, I can't get enough about Jalen Hurts, the nothingness of the reports for weeks about Jalen Hurts. Well, here's the thing. There are a couple of things here. Yes, for fantasy, do, people do actually play in Week 18. Shame on those people, but they do. And they want to know about Jalen Hurts. Eagle fans want to know about Jalen Hurts. Giant fans want to know. Well, they know they're going to rest a lot of their key players. But Jalen Hurts took plenty of first-team reps this week. The expectation was that they would list him as questionable. It's not, it's not surprising they did so. Uh, but as Nick Sherani said today, and I told you yesterday, in fact, he used the same language I use. He said trending towards being available. Be able to start. That is not to be a backup. Be able to start. Uh, now they got to make sure he wakes up well tomorrow. They have a walkthrough tomorrow. But as long as everything goes well, I do expect him to be in the lineup. And remember, now it's real simple. They win, they get the number one seed. This is the craziness of what's happened to the Eagles in the last couple of weeks. All they had to do was win one game, of the, the previous two, and they would have had the number one seed. They don't have that. They didn't do that. So Sunday, if they win, they get the number one seed. Now, if the Niners and Cowboys win, Pharrell, they're the number five seed. And they would have to go for the second straight year back to Tampa to face Tom Brady, the number five seed. They don't want, number four seed. They don't want that. So obviously they have a lot, of, lot on the line here. They do want to win. Some good news though. Uh, C.J. Garner Johnson, they're starting free safety. Remember he had that lacerated kid. And he started practicing this week. So though I'm told he's doing pretty well, they don't have to activate him now. They could just wait to the playoffs. But that's good news. And this is the most incredible stat for you, those of you doing props. Listen to this thing. Boston Scott, right? He's more or less the Eagles' third-string running back. This is crazy. Boston Scott has played the Giants in seven games. He scored in each and every one of them. Nine total touchdowns, eight rushing, one receiving. And, oh, by the way, by the way, in week 14, he had a 66-yard kickoff return. Boston Scott owns New York. He owns the Giants. So if you're looking for that anytime score, you may want to take that. Yeah, Carver High is all over it. He's like, uh, he's been clamoring about that bet all week. Ridiculous. So I am pouncing. I'm pouncing yeah. on that. What is the latest on the Ravens uh, and Huntley heading into this game in the jungle that they're going to lose? This could be yet another team, the 10th team to start, start at least three quarterbacks. Now, Tyler Snoop Huntley did not practice this week. Now, here's why. His shoulder's been bothering him. He felt that he aggravated the injury in the last game. He also now has a new injury, a wrist injury. He did not throw in practice. He went through their walkthroughs. That's why they're allowed to list him as, as questionable and also limited all week, though he didn't technically practice. He did go through their walkthroughs, so the, the league counts that as a practice. Lamar Jackson didn't do anything. He is out. So here's what's going on here. John Harbaugh is holding out hope that he'll be able to play Sunday. You and I have talked about this now for three seasons. It's not impossible, but it's rare for a quarterback who doesn't practice during the week to play on Sunday. They know they want this game against the Bengals. Anthony Brown is an undrafted free agent who I actually saw throw in training camp. Kind of impressed with him. And Brett Hundley, you might remember him, the, the journeyman quarterback, former draft pick of the Packers, has been around for many, many years. Both of those guys took reps in practice this week. But look, this is not good. Now, John Harbaugh did say he's more hopeful for next week to at least start practicing. Maybe he'll play in the first uh, playoff game. But this is not good with, with, with the Ravens at quarterback. Their offense is bogged down completely. I think part of it is because Huntley has not been – been right with this right shoulder injury he's had it for several weeks that's why he's not played as well as last season so i think really when you look at it uh pharrell there's there's not much they could gain from playing huntley here they want to win the game they might as well go with one of these backups but anthony brown i gotta tell you i did see him throw i like the way he threw the football i know he's an undrafted free agent he's a little bit older 24 years old out of oregon but the bottom line is they got to figure out a better way to move the football it's not happening at all in their passing game here we go again. Uh, so 24 is old. I'll tell you what's old is you and me. 24 ain't old, kid. Let me tell you that much. I've been hearing Kenny Pickett's too old. He's 24. He's, he's <laughs> well, shot. Uh, listen, here's the real issue. Here's the real issue. We talked about, you know, you have gone on this show repeatedly and gone down at just an, a vestige of numbers of quarterbacks that have played in games. I mean, you have gone up and down. I mean, there's so many I've lost track. At 20, 30, 40. Listen, <laughs> I think, I, I honestly think the NFL quarterback scene is literally the worst it has ever been in its entirety. In the entire history of the NFL, they have never had worse quarterbacks than they have now. There's about seven or eight good quarterbacks in the NFL. That's about it. 
And I literally think the rest are filled with trash. This is why the NFL needs to bring back something like NFL Europe, where, by the way, Jake DeLome starred, Kurt Warner starred, and other quarterbacks. They need a developmental league. You've got the USFL, you've got the XFL, and other satellite leagues. They've got to figure out a better way to develop backup quarterbacks. And this is why guys like Gardner Minshew and other backups might actually get a chance to at least compete for a starting job next year because there are not enough good starting quarterbacks. You can't tell me Gardner Minshew is not one of the best 32 quarterbacks. Come on now. Well, I think that, you know, not only are the starters horrible, I think the backups are horrendous. And beyond that, it's even worse. Yeah, look, that's why, by the way, if Tom Brady doesn't go back to Tampa, somebody's going to want him. You just can't find enough quarterbacks here. Derek Carr, the Raiders will get good value for him. Because, again, if you're a team like Washington, Indy, and others, where are you getting a quarterback? And this draft, look, you and I talked about this before. Last year's draft was terrible for starting quarterback. Other than your guy Pickett, it was really bad. Okay? This year looks to be maybe five or six in the first 40 picks. Maybe. Maybe. But it's certainly going to be better than last year. But there's just not enough quarterbacks to go around. And then you've got aging quarterbacks like Ryan Tannehill, the new general manager of the Titans, going to have to make a decision on his contract. We mentioned Tom Brady and some of the other quarterbacks. Where are you going to find these guys? They're just not around. So let me ask you this question. How many, what's the over-under on how many coaches are going to get fired on Black Monday? All right, so going back to 1990, the the league averages about seven changes a year, and that includes obviously retirements, resignations, or firings. We've got three openings right now. I think by, now, now, the Raiders, because of the craziness we've seen with the Raiders over the years, sometimes the the late Al Davis didn't always do it on Black Monday. He might he might wait a week. He, that's what he would do, that's what he would do every once in a while. So we might have a couple things trickle down, but I would say three or four probably will get next week. Wow, uh, and uh, that's going to certainly be interesting. Uh, it's always fun to see uh, how things change and the evolution of the coaching business in the NFL. And then you still firmly believe, are you Are you going to stand by that, that, that Jim Harbaugh is coming back to the NFL? It, it has been, let's put it this way, it's been out there for a couple months that he's going to have interest and there's interest in him. We know teams have talked to him already. If he wants back, which I do believe he does, he'll be able to get back. But here's the thing about Jim Harbaugh and also Sean Payton. Who's, your, who's going to be your quarterback? That's what these guys want to know. Like, we know that, Obviously, Jim Harbaugh played for Jim Irsay, the owner yeah. of the Colts. Okay, yeah. If you if you're if you're Jim Harbaugh, would you want to go back there? Their offensive line's no. decent, decent roster. You want to go somewhere where you know you could get a quarterback, or quite frankly, where they might have the first, second, third, or fourth, fourth pick overall, where they can get a quarterback. So, I know he's going to have a good front office to put together if he wants to bring in his own people, which I know he does. He's got some really good people work for him at Michigan football, and he'll put together a really good staff. He's going, to, he's going to be an attractive candidate because, you know, why the guy wins no matter where he goes, Pharrell. You and I know that. I don't. I know it did end well for him in the Niners. It wasn't about him winning. He was winning big. It was just about some of the relationships he had with the Niners in the building there. But the fact of the matter is, look at what he did for the Michigan program, USD program many years ago. Everywhere he's been, he's won, and we all know that. And he'll be back. If he wants back, which I do believe he does, he's going to continue to get interest over the next couple of weeks. So – Sean Payton's not getting that Charger job. There's no way they're firing Staley after they finally made the playoffs. Where does he end up? He's another. Now, now one thing we should mention to people, if he wants personnel control, he'll get it wherever he wants to go. He knows personnel people. He can bring his own personnel people in if he wants to. Uh, But the fact of the matter is he's another guy I believe is going to want to go somewhere. There's going to be a quarterback where there's the the obvious point of the, the, Sean Payton interest in the Chargers, is, it, it's obvious where well, you've got Justin Herbert. He walks in having an established quarterback who's going to get a monster deal uh, by mid-March. So you know that's going to happen. Herbert's going to get his extension coming up here in the, in the new year. So if you're Sean Payton, go somewhere we can get a quarterback. That, it's simple as that. Now, and, and by the way, some of these potential openings are not very good, not very attractive. I, I talked to a head coaching candidate who I, it, if he gets, if this head coaching candidate gets an interview this year or next year, he's definitely going to be a head coach in the future. He said the Denver one is just not good because of Russell Wilson. You don't know about Russell Wilson at this point in his career. It, it looks to be in a re- regression. Could you get Russell Wilson to play brilliant, brilliant football like he did in the first half of 2020? I don't know about that. He's not shown enough this season. He's in a regression. There's no doubt about it. All right. 
Titans Jaguars tomorrow night in Jacksonville. The number six and a half. Does Derrick Henry and the Titans give them a game or are they going to continue to pound everyone they play into submission, the Jags? Yeah, the Jags will win that game, but t- between seven and 10, what's about six, six and a half? Yeah. Derrick Henry would help them. The, the, the problem is Josh Jobs, as good as Josh Jobs looked in that first game, he needs more help. Uh, Traylon Burks, by the way, they held him out with a groin injury, who's the first-round pick, the rookie receiver who replaced A.J. Brown. They did that on purpose because he tweaked it. They think he's going to be available. That'll certainly help them. But they, they're going to have to score in the 20s to win. Scoring 13 points, 16 points is not going to do it. The, the Jags, remember, they scored early and often last week, and, and then they then then they rested everyone late. But the fact of the matter is with the Jaguars, they're clearly the better team. They're playing great football. Good to see them back. In the playoffs for the first time since 2017 when they shocked the world they were within a bad call of being in the super bowl can you believe that but it happened so sunday night lambo packers laying five now to the lions it's up to five yeah and remember now here's the thing they could be eliminated earlier in the, in the day if, if seattle wins over the rams and that game's in seattle but the, here's the thing with detroit they're taking this game seriously. Even if the game winds up not meeting anything, they want to be above 500. They're playing all their starters to win. This is a competitive game, but the one issue that I have with the Lions is they've been a little bit better on the road, but winning in Lambeau, when it matters, and Aaron Rodgers looks a little bit better, and Christian Watson will play this week. By the way, he played last week, but he wasn't healthy with that, that hip injury. You're just, it's, I just don't see any scenario where they could go in and beat Green Bay Sunday night in Lambeau. Miami laying three to the Jets. It is huge. That is a tough one, man, because I'm I'm, I'm worried about Skylar Thompson. I think you and I saw that the first segment. And Flacco did look good earlier this season, but I'm also worried about that, that offensive line. I think I think Vegas has that line right. Ordinarily, it would be about a six or seven-point favorite if Tua was playing, but he's not. He's out with a concussion. Ravens getting nine from the Bengals. Yeah, absolutely, the Bengals here. With the quarterback injuries, Huntley was not playing well anyway. And the Bengals are, are, by the way, they got kind of rested in, as you know, on Monday night. So they're going to, the, they're, they're over everything kind of that happened. They're ready to go. And they got their playoff situation straightened out today. The league ruled on that. And the bottom line is uh, they will blow out the Ravens in this game. Uh, Brown Steelers, uh, Pittsburgh laying two and a hook. Pittsburgh will cover that. And then finally, Bills laying seven to the Pats. Bills will cover that as they have, and they've annihilated the Patriots. They will get the job done. Adam, fantastic job this week. Enjoy the game Saturday and Sunday. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. It's for all the finish time. Carver Hodges told me I'm a horrible person. 
uh, for my attacks on people today on the air. Then again, I'm doing better than the guy that uh, had his face and ear chewed off by an attacker this week. The attacker said to the police that, quote, he felt that the man was a robot. And so he chewed his face off and his ear. And he just, just didn't want to have anything to do with a robot trolling around. That is fantastic. Former Colts quarterback Arch Schleister could be sent back to prison this week. He did all kinds of time for coke. Then he got out. And then they busted him doing coke when he was on parole. So, like, he has to do, like, a drug test every week, and he failed, and they caught him with a big bag of Rio, allegedly, and now he could get sent back. It's a perfect place for him. Utah ski patroller dies after a falling tree, hits the chairlift wire, knocks him out of the chair. He falls 100 feet into, like, a ravine, not onto a slope, but into, like, trees and rocks. It didn't go well. Arizona man on uh, lifetime probation exposes himself to coffee baristas in the drive-thru at the coffee shop. Your boy trolled around for that Carmacchiato, Carver High, and then he just gave him a full money when he pulled up to the window. <laughs> he gave him the, the full meal deal, and then they arrested him a mile down the road. Guy's a lifetime sex predator driving around showing his package to everybody. Excuse my language. Pregnant woman in California headed to a birthday party, gunned down in a targeted drive-by shooting. Who kills a pregnant chick, nine months pregnant, in a drive-by shooting? Now, that guy is evil. I mean, you got they got to make a movie out of that. Utah man kills his wife and five kids in a murder-suicide. Turns out he said that uh, she had uh, planned to divorce him, so he was not going to have it. He killed everyone, the whole family, the kids, the girls, the boys, the, the mother. And the mother-in-law killed her too while he was at it. My man cleaned up. GTD is next. Have a great weekend. Go to FarrellOnEvents.com for all my action. I'll see you on Endgame Live tomorrow at 12, Sunday at 1. Check out. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.